left the road and ended up partially inside a shop. No injuries were reported. A Pembrokeshire man has pleaded guilty in Haverford West Magistrates Court to assaulting his wife. The court heard how 37-year-old Richard Mottram from Moncton had a previous conviction for assault in 2015. His neighbour called the police to report a disturbance back in May. Police arrived to find his partner had a mark on her face. Video footage showed the woman pushing a pram down the path before the 37-year-old hit her. The court gave the man a two-year conditional discharge discharge and ordered him to pay £85. The countdown is on to 10 foot 2019. It's the charity sporting weekend that combines a trio of events on land and sea. The weekend fun begins in Saundersfoot this Friday evening with the fancy dressed footstep fun run. Saturday sees the 10 foot swim and run which begins on Tenby's North Beach. This year's headline charities are the Huntington's Disease Association and the Daniel Bridal Memorial Fund. There's more information at 10footswim.co.uk. UK. A group which sends reconditioned wheelchairs, walking frames and glasses to people in need says it's struggling to keep up with demand. Clinford Care Farm in Pembrokeshire has been sending items to Syria, Kenya and South Africa since 2013. They collect them from hospitals, care homes and rubbish tips. The Wheelie Good Idea scheme saw its first container leave Pembrokeshire in 2013 for a project helping 40,000 orphans who lost their parents to AIDS. So far, 11 shipping containers have been sent to various projects abroad. Local Tenby athlete Oliver Simon was declared overall winner at the Tenby Long Course Weekend. The 39-year-old made it five long course wins in 10 years. Jason Williams was second, just under seven minutes, and third was Jordan Skelly. After the win, Oliver Simon said it meant a lot to win such a big event in his local town in front of family and friends. In Pembrokeshire Cricket Division 3, Nayland have beaten Burton seconds 87 all out. Callum Power and Lewis Page put together a momentous opening partnership on Saturday to help Nayland seconds register an 11th straight league win. They fell to 87 all out in the 31st over despite a steady beginning. There was a wicket each for Gary Lloyd and Rhys Beavis as the leaders wrapped up a 30-point win. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much to the news team there for the local update and the weather for you. Staying largely dry today with warm spells of sunshine at times. Where the cloud thickens in the north, there could be the odd light shower although most places should stay dry and feeling warm and humid. Maximum temperatures today are of 21 degrees Celsius and tonight going down to a minimum of 13 degrees overnight. You're all up to date with your local weather here on Pure West Radio. Let's get drunk, i put my heart up to my mouth this year's been hard for us, no doubt Let's raise a glass to a better one Let all the things that we've overcome I bring home to us, cause Me and you, we can hold this out Only you understand how I'm feeling now, yeah And I know I can tell you anything You won't judge, you're just listening, yeah 
Cause you're the best thing that ever happened to me Cause my darling you and I Could take over the world One step at a time Just you and I Cause you're the only one Who brings light just like the sun One step at a time Just you and I Let's get drunk Reminisce about the day We were broke, not getting paid Taking trips at the weekend When I would drive down to see her And we would paint the town Too many shots I'd be passing out Cause I could never keep up Quad words, now I'm puking open I know I can tell you when or then You won't judge, you're just listening Yeah, cause you're the best thing That ever happened to me Cause my darling you and I Can take over the world One step at a time Just you and I Cause you're the only one Who brings light just like the sun One step at a time Just you and I I'm tired of chasing paper Staring at this screen Been saving up for weeks now Just to get to you, my dear And though you're far from my home This ain't no weekend part Oh my heart grows fonder Must be city love Cause my darling, you and I Take over the world One step at a time Just you and I
that they're with Oasis. Now then, very shortly we will be having Andy Britton from Specsavers into the studio. Indeed, we are getting set up and ready to go. So stay tuned and of course head on over to Pure West Radio Facebook page as we will be going live as well. So you can see us on there and of course let us know if you have any questions during the interview as well. Okay, up next though we are going to have a fine young cannibals with She Drives Me Crazy. Thank you. 
Air Adventures Wales, proud to be sponsors of the afternoon show on Pure West Radio. Try this new skydiving experience right here in Haverford West. For more information and to book, check out theskydivecentre.com. Sponsors of the afternoon show on Pure West Radio. <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Lunch Guide on Pure West Radio. When you're up there, above the clouds, soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling, it feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now. Did you hear that? Come on, you can do it. That's the sound of setting a goal and achieving it, taking it slow. Grasping the club gently, focusing on the ball, lining up the stroke, and it goes in! With all-year-round golf at an incredible £480 for a new member. Terms and conditions apply. For your new membership, call now on 01646 697 822. Milford Haven Golf Club, where rain never stops play. Salter's Blinds offers a wide range of blinds for every room in your home or office. See our extensive range of vertical and roller blinds made on the premises to find just what you've been looking for. Right now, buy five sets of vertical or roller blinds and get the sixth one free. A professional and friendly service awaits you. So visit our showroom today at Unit 1 Withybush Trading Estate or visit saltersblinds.co.uk. Top quality blinds at factory prices. Do something spectacularly exciting in 2019 with Air Adventures Wales, the new skydiving centre in Haverford West. For more information and to book now, check out theskydivecentre.com. Sponsors of the afternoon show on Pure West Radio. Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. Hey 
music with Madonna. Now then, I have got the wonderful Andy Britton in the studio with me from Specsavers. And, of course, on the show, we are very privileged to have you. Let me hear, let me just pop this off. I can't even hear myself. That's a good start, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> and um, welcome to Andy, of course, from everyone here at Pure West Radio and, of course, people watching on Facebook, as we are on Facebook Live as well. So, uh, hello. Hello, Gabs. Thanks for having me. It's That's... okay. No worries. <laughs> we didn't realise that we'd actually met before. <laughs> In your in, in in another guise. Yes, I'm very in disguise sometimes. <laughs> um, am I right in saying you're the only Specsavers we have here in Pembrokeshire? Well, no, the Specsavers in Haverford West is obviously where I'm based, but we do have Specsavers down in Pembroke Dock. Fantastic. Uh, as well as uh, a wider field, Carmarthen and uh, Cardigan and Aberystwyth. Wow, there's quite a few around then, there's, really. There are. <laughs> I mean, it's a very big company, I think, uh, and um, tell us all about in the store in general. For example, how long have you been here in Harford West? And how many people have you got working for you at the moment? Well, I'm, uh, I was very fortunate in 2006 to get the opportunity to um, become a partner in the Specsavers in uh, Haverford West. I mean, Specsavers are all run um, as what we call a joint venture partnership. So uh, individual uh people own local people own the practices so you know I may not have my name above the door but it's my practice as much as anyone else's um, and so 2006 I had the opportunity and um, so I've spent the, the last 13 years in the business um, wow. pretty much to the day actually That's amazing. Um, sort of setting set you know um, developing the business and investing in the business and uh, really trying to push the boundaries of what we can do as a, an optometric practice and it has come on so much, hasn't it, in those years? It has. I mean, in 2016, we uh, relocated. We spent half a million pounds moving from one wow. side of Bridge Street to the other. Um, <laughs> we've got just under 30 people working with us. So we are you know, quite a big operation. We've now got six consulting rooms. We're open seven days a week. We do late night openings. Um, and, you know, we've been opening on Sundays for the last... Uh, certainly in the last 12 years. And I bet it really pays off because those people that are working as well, they can work it around their work life so they can come in the evening or they can come on a weekend as well. Absolutely. I mean, I've always taken the, the opinion that, you know, if you, if you don't look after your patients, somebody else is going to do it for you. Of course. And, you know, it's something which... I know we've got a lot of very loyal patients who've come to us um, because, you know, our availability, as you say, they want, they want to come on a Sunday. And, uh, of course, tell us, how many people did you say are working in the store? Just under 30. Just so under 30. 30. That's so quite a got, lot. Uh, we've got a good team of optometrists as well as our fabulous optical assistants um, um, and a variety of dispensing opticians and, uh, and the people up in the, who work up in the, lab, in the lab where we make the glasses as well. Amazing. And, of course, now your job is... I might say this wrong. Is it ophthal- ophthalmic director? I'm the ophthalmic director, okay. I'm, which is basically uh, it differentiates me from my my dispensing director. But <laughs> I, I, fundamentally, at heart, I'm an optometrist. So some people might think of us as opticians, but optometrist is the sort of the the, the job title, and I'm responsible for looking after the health of people's eyes. Oh, perfect! Uh, everything that everything that I can do. I do to look after the health of the eyes, um, identify problems, and if there is a problem, get the appropriate care as quickly as possible, or increasingly manage it in my own practice with my own skills. I mean, you never stop learning, and I've, I'm still a uni- university student at Cardiff. Oh, wow. I'm still taking higher qualifications. and. Uh, oh, that's great news, isn't it? And uh, how long did you say you've been working for Specsavers for? 13 years? 13 years in Haverford West, and uh, 15 years um, in... I, 
14 years in total. I, I joined Specsavers in uh, in 2005 up in the valleys in Ebervale. Oh wow! Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I've been an optometrist now 21 years. So I graduated in way back in 1996 uh, and uh, qualified in 1997. So, wow! So it's almost like a birthday reu- reunion coming on the on the radio today. Well, well it is indeed. Yeah, it makes me feel very old. <laughs> Um, so what would you say is your most popular service at the moment or are they equally as busy and popular? Well, I mean, I think with um, with with optometry and, and, and spec savers, you know, we're always there. The core business is providing eye examinations for patients to identify what glasses they need, what contact lenses they need and any problems with the eyes. Increasingly, and a focus I've really made of uh, the practices in Haverford West has been the enhanced optical services, the emergency eye care, the trying to, um, you know, variety of schemes that exist in Wales. Wales is a fantastic place to live, but it's also a fantastic place to work as an optometrist um, because we, we are actively encouraged to take on work that keeps patients out of the GP practices, which obviously takes away a lot of the stress from them, as well as trying to limit the amount of patients required to attend hospitals. Oh, that's and fantastic. So, um, you know, we're, we're very busy. Probably 25% of my time is spent not doing sight tests. <laughs> it's it's spent uh, looking at eye infections. It's looking at the risks for glaucoma. Um, it's digging bits of metal out of people's eyes. Wow. Um, all this type of thing uh, that, you know, when I first qualified, say, 20, 21, 22 years ago, um, it, it wasn't part of my job. My job was to test eyes and, and effectively sell glasses. Right, okay. And what other services do you offer in the Harford West store then? So, um, as well as uh, eye examinations and these emergency eye care appointments, uh, we offer glaucoma refinements. So it's a, if people have potential for glaucoma, we'll do an enhanced examination to, to work out um, if there's any risks for that that require further treatment or investigations. Uh, we can do listings for cataract surgery or certainly referrals for the cataract surgeries that are required. Uh, we fit full range of contact lenses. Uh, we've also started recently doing a really, really exciting type of contact lens called uh, orthokeratology. Okay, um, so it's for a fancy pe- name. <laughs> well, it is, yeah. Um, but what it is, is um, you sleep in a special type of contact lens, a special hard contact lens overnight, and it actually shapes your cornea overnight so that during oh. the daytime, you don't need to wear glasses. Um, so wow. that's really, it's really funky for a lot of people. Um, what's really, really exciting with it, though, is if you take it to children, if you take it to seven, eight, nine-year-old children who are becoming short-sighted, who maybe have a strong family history of short-sightedness, it has been proven that it slows down the rate at which they become short-sighted. So, for example, a child who may have ended up at minus eight, minus nine short-sighted, which is quite a significant amount, and there's a whole host of health issues that that can carry with it. We could maybe slow that down and maybe they could only end up at minus three, minus four. So still short-sighted, yes, but yeah. much less. That is an unbelievable breakthrough, isn't it? It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, no, it's a massive, you know, to, to the best of my knowledge, you know, I think we're the only practice in um, in, uh, in Pembrokeshire offering that as a service. Oh, wow. Um, so, that's you know, fantastic. So that's that's good. Um, we do low vision services. So for patients, unfortunately, who have lost their vision okay. or who are losing their vision, um, we can uh, arrange with my fantastic dispensing opticians, Paul and Gareth, um, mm-hmm. low vision assessments. So we can loan for free. It doesn't cost the patients anything. It's all funded via the Welsh Assembly oh. and the National Health Service. Um, we can loan out magnifiers, telescopes, low vision magnifiers, the whole, the whole, the whole caboodle, really. Wow! Um, and 
if there's more practical needs, um, we can put them in touch with social services. Um, we've got good relations with the council for that, as well as obviously people like the RNIB. Um, and uh, that's fantastic, isn't it? Especially because it is such a worry. If you're going blind, I mean, to me, I would be petrifying. I would rather be deaf than blind, to be honest. It's just absolutely petrifying. So for you to actually be there on help and offer these things out, it's just great. No, I mean it is. It is. I mean it's. You know, there's. I think. Uh, you know, we we. There's a a lot of people out there think because I can see, um, my eyes are fine, and unfortunately that's not the case yes. in a lot of cases. <laughs> I mean, there's a particularly uh, malevolent condition called glaucoma, and glaucoma is kind of the silent thief of sight, um, and it's estimated that sixty-seven percent of people um, have glaucoma don't know they have it Good and gosh. early early detection of glaucoma is critical because if it's detected early it can be very very easily managed with drops and occasionally surgery or laser but um, and to me one of the risks of things like over-the-counter glasses and buying the ready readers is it removes the need to have a professional look at your eyes and establish the health of your eyes you know if you still need to buy a ready readers that's you know that that's okay but the important thing is not to skip on the eye examinations because I can tell a problem before you will know you have it. Yes, of course. Yes, and that's fantastic. Right, what we're going to do is we are going to go straight to a song which has been requested by yourself. Oh, this <laughs> is for my wife, actually, as well. <laughs> oh, is, are you sure this one? It got the killers. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, this is the killers with Mr. Brightside up next, and we'll be back in a few moments' time.
excited there with the killers and of course back in the studio with Andy Britton from Specsavers in Halford West just been talking about the song request so one's for your wife and one's for you and one's for your son that's right yeah this is this is great it's like a nice little family thing <laughs> okay and of course going right back to Specsavers now we were just talking about um, glycoma um, and you've told us a little bit about what that is um, so what service do you offer to try and catch that well, a regular eye examination, for a start, will detect most of the signs of glaucoma. Um, but one of the things that I think is increasingly um, important, of course, is managing the patients that really need to be seen in a hospital setting. So part of that uh, can identify at a sight test that you're at risk of it, or there might be some questions to be raised. Um, and we can then bring people back, or sometimes on the same day, but... Uh, perform an enhanced examination using some fancy kits. So, I mean, we've got a, a brilliant piece of kit called an optical coherence tomograph um, alongside more regular examinations like visual field screeners uh, that allow us to have a real deep view of the eyes and identify the earliest signs of glaucoma, which means that when we send a patient to the hospital, we're sending them with a you know, whole raft of information oh, that's, that's really useful. That's really good. And it means that those, the diagnosis is much easier for the ophthalmologist in the hospital. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm taking high qualifications in glaucoma um, so I actually I do um, part of my training. I'm spending half a day up in Withybush, okay. uh, working alongside an ophthalmologist wow. uh, t- to do that. Uh, I've got another exam on Monday for that. <laughs> oh, uh, the pressure! <laughs> absolutely. And um, of course, and now is glaucoma. Um, similar to a macular degeneration. Have I said that correct? Macular degeneration, <laughs> no. Well, they're, they're slightly different. I mean, glaucoma affects the optic nerve at the back of the eye. So glaucoma is physically a disease that damages the nerves at the back of your eye. Macular degeneration um, is usually, not always, but usually a disease of the more elderly patients. Yes. Um, and it, the macula is the very middle bit at the back of your eye. So when you look at something, it's that bit that you're using. And right. um, there's two kind of types of macular degeneration um there's the dry form and i kind of i talk about the dry form as being a bit like the gray hairs and wrinkles at the back of the eyes it's the wear and tear it's the it's the threadbare carpet at the back of the eye and you've got the wet form of macular degeneration which unfortunately is a lot a lot worse and the visual deterioration is a lot quicker and that's a bit like dropping a bottle of red wine on your brand new white wool carpet (laughs) Um, and the thing with dry macular degeneration aside from considering Um, nutritional supplements and and the like and there's not a lot we can do about it apart from protecting our eyes with UV from UV Mm -hmm. and healthy diet and not smoking in fact smoking is the the worst thing you can be doing for your eyes from a macular degeneration point of view wet macular degeneration if it's picked up early and referred appropriately again this is where the optical coherence tomograph um, is fantastic it's a it's a bit like an MRI scanner for the back of your eye. Um, okay. It allows us to see the eye in 3D, um, and uh, we can pick up the, the subtlest signs of wet macular degeneration with an, with an optical coherence tomograph, which we have in the practice. And if that is the case, I can get a patient into the appropriate specialist, usually up in Almond Valley, um, and they will be injected usually within a week or two weeks maximum yes. with a first injection, which will help slow down and hopefully stop but at least slow down the progression of that disease now i know because um my nan bless her she did have macular degeneration and of course she had the dry version and every month or so she had to go back and have injections into the eyes now if you're like me that scares Mm. me anything to do with the eyes i just can't but she had to have the injection oh she she had the injection she was having the wet form oh she's having the wet Wet form form. and it's you know it's quite a 
it's a very emotive subject, you know, and it's a big commitment. I mean, obviously, we do um, injections are available in Withybush. Yes. So, I mean, there's a great team of nurse injectors up at Withybush um, who do a fantastic job in looking after the patients there. Um, and, you know, it, it's people people have that feeling about the injections, but when it's saving your sight, you it becomes a no brainer. Yes, yes, of course. And, um, a lady who used to live opposite me, I can't remember if she had macular degeneration or glaucoma, but she went to have that laser treatment in the eye. Could you tell us a bit about that? Well, there's there's different types of laser treatments. Um, there are laser treatments that we use for glaucoma. Okay. Um, there's there's different types of glaucoma, so different types of laser are appropriate right. and used differently. Um, you Historically, we, we might use laser for diabetic retinopathy. Okay. And again, that will be obviously performed by an ophthalmologist, um, uh, Dr. Rogers up at, uh, at Withybush uh, does a lot of that. Yes. Um, and so they will use a laser to stop leakage of the blood vessels. So we've talked about glaucoma, we've talked about um, uh, macular degeneration, but diabetic changes um, are something else that we can see at the back of the eyes. Now, most diabetics will be seen every year for photography by the Diabetic Screening Service. Right. But of course, outside of that cycle, we might pick up things that need action. Yes. You know, yeah. And if people are developing new blood vessels at the back of their eyes, absolutely lasers an option and the other thing lasers are used for in in eyes is um after you've had cataract surgery 50 to 60 percent of people will develop a membrane over the back of the new lens and that just needs um, a very simple tickle with a laser (laughs) and um those who are going blind um do you help out with like guidance or things on telling them about because i know that there is things out there such as the talking telegraph do you put them in touch with things like yeah. that as i say my colleagues um paul and gareth particularly deal with um my low vision patients um and we we, we have that you know holistic approach really of looking at what can we do and it can be something as simple as um pointing them in the direction of, of alarms that help them when they're filling a cup up yes you mentioned yes. talking books talking newspapers yes um Social services can um, come and have a look in terms of if there's any modifications that would make their lives easier and safer. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything, because I mean, I was at a meeting yesterday actually talking about trips and falls. And, you know, eyes are an important facet of that. And, uh, you know, people, elderly patients having trips and falls can put them in hospital for a long time. It can remove their independence. And yes, of course. Sometimes a sight test correct glasses correct advice correct help at home can avoid the fall in the first place fantastic and um now the adverts that we see on tv (laughs) um we we were actually looking at them here in the studio yesterday me and matthew now there's one about the um the old man and the sheep and the sheepdog um, and he cuts off the sheepdog's hair instead of the mm. sheep. And then the new one now is the cat flap, isn't it? Yep. Where the cat flaps at the top of the door, not the bottom. Yeah. Now, is that to basically make awareness about um, losing your sight? Or is it a special thing in particular that they're trying to advertise, like glaucoma? Or No, I mean, I think Specsavers, um, I mean, it's, uh, it's a very mature company. We've been going 35 years. It was set up by Doug and Mary um, back in 1984. And... You know, over the years, you know, we, we, we've made it a position that we want to be able to provide affordable eye care for everybody. And I think it's very, you know, they, they've, they've got a really good story, I think, of trying to put a bit of fun 
into what, as you said yourself, is quite an emotive subject, the, yes. the idea of going blind. And I think, you know, people think of Specsavers, they remember the adverts, you know, sort of, uh, the, and it, the, the, the creative team um, who come up with them are fantastic. And, and they're light-hearted as well, actually. You can watch them and you can just have a little bit of a giggle. But then the realisation sits in and you actually realise that there are people that are having that trouble, aren't they? Absolutely. And I think, you know, this is this is it. I mean, with, with eyesight and the way the eyes change and the way the eyes change, age is um it's very very slow quite often and you know the eyes don't the, the back of the eyes the, the really important bit at the back doesn't have any sense it doesn't have any pain receptors so a lot of the problems that i can pick up as an optometrist um will um will not give you any signs or symptoms until it's a little bit too, too late, late then, yeah. um so i mean whilst i can sort of you can come in with a red eye um and we can we can look at that i mean it recently actually just passed my independent prescribing so in the next couple of weeks i'm going to have a pad like your doctor would have oh, okay. where i can write prescriptions that you can take to a pharmacist oh, uh, for a whole range of eye conditions um and you know that's a, another service that we're, we're we're able to be offering you know, i've only recently qualified with that and Again, to the best of my knowledge, I'm the only person in Pembrokeshire with that. That is brilliant, though, because you're also helping doctors around here as well as the hospital, like you have said. I mean, you must have so many people coming to you now, which is great, because it's saving, you know, the NHS as well. Yeah, I mean, I've identified, I suppose, over the last few years that you've got to make yourself available for the patients. And yes. so, as a business... Um, I say probably 25% of my time, maybe 30% of my time is taken up looking after what I would call more acute eye problems. And I make sure my diary is booked such that um, I can fit these patients in. Um, it's, a no, it's a no-brainer for me. You know, if somebody phones up with a, with a red eye and you've been loyally buying your glasses from me for years, then <laughs> I want to be able to look after you when you've got the big problem with the red eye. Of course, that's fantastic. And um, now then, tell us... Um, about cataracts because we were just briefly talking about it and I will tell you a quick story which actually happened last week so my other nan bless her she had her cataracts done and um, she had to go to Swansea I think it was she had it done privately and uh, she had her cataracts done and she comes home the next day and she's sitting there in the chair and uh, my uncle who looks after her um, she, she was going I can't see the TV and he said, what do you mean you can't see the TV? And she's going, I just cannot see. I can't see anything. And he was like, oh, gosh, this is not a good sign. And uh, anyway, he rings them up and he's speaking to them on the phone and everything. And he turns round and uh, he realised that her glasses, her old glasses were still on. So he took her glasses off and it completely, she can see perfectly without glasses. So after all of that, she can see. And uh, having the cataracts has helped it massively. So can you tell us a bit more about cataracts? I mean, first of all, I mean, cataracts um, are a perfectly normal part of getting older, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, you'll pick up early signs of them in most people over, over the age of 67, 68, and everybody will have a degree of them much beyond that. And it's just a point of whether it interferes with the quality of your life. Things that can make them develop a little bit more quickly, uh, excessive UV, so too much sunshine. So we talked about yes. UV earlier with macular degeneration. Well, UV is particularly bad for cataracts. Okay. Um, certain drugs, steroids particularly. Um, uh, smoking, again, as, as well as macular degeneration. Yeah. Smoking uh, does 
increase the rate at which you'll get cataracts. But basically, it's a clouding of the lens in your eyes. So if you think about um, a dirty window or... Um, it's got like a film on it, basically. Well, yeah, it goes cloudy. It goes misty so that it becomes yellow. If you look at the work of the artist Monet, um, in his early work, it's very very defined. And in the later work, it becomes, it becomes soft-focused and quite yellow. And that's kind of the effect of a cataract occurring okay. over his life. Um, it's quite gradual in most cases and it's fairly easily managed I mean it's a about 15 minutes operation um, it's under local anaesthetics so you're not being sedated massively for it <laughs> or anything um, and the surgeons are brilliant um, you know I was in theatre watching it done last year and you know very skillful surgeons perform this um, and uh, we you know we they, they take they basically take the old lens out and put a new one in it's basically taking off a layer is it off the eye well, in a way well, yeah sort of yeah I mean it sort of sucks, okay. sucks, sucks the old lens out um, I kind of liken it to taking the front off an orange sucking the segments out and putting it putting putting a new artificial orange in it that's a nice way to put it <laughs> okay and of course um tell us what you offer at Specsavers for people with glaucoma macular degeneration and cataracts obviously you offer all of these different things for services and helping them what would you say to people that maybe think um that they might have something wrong with their eyes or maybe that they are going a little bit blind or they're not seeing properly what would you advise i mean my advice is always no matter how good you think your eyes are and it doesn't matter whether you're three or 103 <laughs> is regular eye tests are important um you know parents bring your children in um a lot of people think the little ones have got to be old enough to read read the read the words now we i've got apps on my phone i use with pictures uh, which are brilliant for testing children we've got a whole range of other things that we can do but um what is done as part of a school screening is fairly limited and it's a very brief snapshot so i say parents bring your kids in i like to say bring them in from about the age of three okay um and anybody else should be talking at least every two years i think for an eye examination it's painless we don't bite um <laughs> anyone over 60 uh, it's free or it's covered by the nhs right. and anyone under the age of uh, 19 and in full-time education it's covered perfect um and uh there are other groups, people who are diabetic, people who have glaucoma, um, are all entitled to um, eye examinations uh, okay. covered by the NHS. And of course, the acute eye care that I've mentioned, or some of these enhanced services uh, for follow-ups, are covered by the NHS as well. Um, as I say, Wales is brilliant, it's leading the UK in, its, uh, uh, in the fight against blindness, really. Oh, that's fantastic news. Thank you so much, Andy. We will be back in just a few moments' time. We are going to have the afternoon Surf and Tide Report now with Len Bateman, and then we will be having one more song with Muse, and that's Starlight. I'm Len Bateman, bringing you the Surf Report for Pembrokeshire for Wednesday the 10th of July. High water Milford is at 13.17 at a height of 5.92 metres, and the swell at the moment of the heads is 0.6 metres.
right there with Muse. It's lovely. Well, Andy Britton there for his son, who will, I'm sure, be listening in a little bit later on. Okay, back in the studio with Andy Britton from Specsavers Live. And I just want to pick up on something um, with yourself, really. Um, Now, I have dyslexia. Um, and something related called Elin's Mears Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened is um, in university, um, found out that I had a dyslexia going through my degree and uh, got to my third and final year and then they said, you need to go for an Elin's Mears Syndrome test and I didn't have a clue what that meant. Um, so of course I got tested and they um, basically did two different lenses um, so I went through various tests and they have different colours basically that link to your brain as the way he explained it to me. It links to your brain in in order to make you read and understand things a lot clearer. Now um, they put a green film over uh, overlay rather over a piece of paper and I literally felt so sick I had to go out of the room. That's how much it, I don't know what it did but it just made me feel really sick. So I uh, come back in and I managed to get down to my final two lenses and they were two grey ones and I couldn't tell the difference and um, the gentleman who was testing me he said no you will be able to tell the difference and uh, he got me to read one thing with one lens and I was stuttering my way through and then reading through with the other of course um, and I was reading so fast and I understood the whole thing I couldn't my brain couldn't keep up so is there anything in Specsavers that you offer help out with? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a fairly sort of uh, common condition, dyslexia um, nowadays, and it's increasingly being diagnosed. And we um, do offer something called um, the Wilkins Rate of Reading Test. That's again administered by my colleague Paul. Um, and what we're doing there is we're looking at the effect of coloured overlays, um, which you've mentioned, to see which reduces the glare. I mean, a lot of a lot of dyslexics talk about letters moving around, jumbling around. Um, and and having difficulty tracking across um, what's going on. So as well as a regular eye examination, I kind of, if I'm looking at somebody who's really interested in dyslexia approach, I look a lot more at the way their muscles are working. So making sure their eyes, like a bit like the tracking on your car, making sure the tires (laughs) are pointing the right direction and you're not having any wear and tear. So we we look at that. uh, But we then also we look at the the effects of this variety of coloured filters over the top of text. And we, you know, we use a random selection of words. It's very simple. It's, you know, we can do it with younger children. Um, And we, we see how quickly you can read this random yes. selection of words and, and how you, you feel. I mean, you said yourself there, you know, you found some, some tints just made a massive difference <laughs> yeah. for you. And obviously, you know, if, um, if that's uh, something that seems to be making a massive difference, it is possible to then look at um, having those sorts of tints translated into a pair of glasses that you could, you could yes. wear. Of course, because I have to wear glasses, even just looking at computer screens or reading, and it's unbelievable because when I've got them on, I can understand a whole story compared to when I don't have them on, which is fantastic. And of course, to have that service as well available to go somewhere where if you think you have got dyslexia, then you are available to go and have a talk to about and actually you can maybe test it as well for us. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to say um, dyslexia is something, it's a sort of, it's not just the eyes, it's the, it's yes. the whole, the whole you know, but we, we have a part to play in that, certainly. That's fantastic. And um, UV testing, we did touch upon it um, recently. Now, you do this in Specsavers. Is this new? No, I mean, it's something which um, we've, we've always made sure all our children's glasses um, have a UV 
inhibitor on the lenses. I mean, children's eyes are much more susceptible to UV and UV damage. You know, they've got a clearer lens in the eye, the pupils are bigger. Right. Um, and quite often, you know, they're spending more time outdoors than you and I. I mean, you, we're, we're trapped in this yeah, windowless room exactly. down here. Um, and it's a bit like, it makes me feel at home to my eye examination room, to be honest with you. Um, uh, so I should be a radio presenter as well. Uh, but, um, but the UV is really important. And I think it's really important when you're buying sunglasses to make sure it's got the proper CE marking on it because there's nothing worse than having a tinted pair of glasses that lets all the UV through still because yes. you're getting your pupils being made really big all the lights going through but so all that damage is occurring so obviously a CE marked pair of um, sunglasses should be blocking that UV 400 400 nanometers um, level of radiation which will protect, help protect the eyes and we can test glasses so if somebody brings in a pair and says all oh, this pair of glasses that I, I found in the street or okay. found out the back of my grand's cupboard, it's possible to put them into a UV measure and measure how much light and UV is being uh, transmitted. But as I say, any sunglasses that you buy from us or any other um, sort of reputable yes. business, you know, they will be appropriately protective. For, yes, of course. And um, what would you say for people, advice really on UV testing for sunglasses? Would you definitely advise anybody, anybody that has got sunglasses and they're out in the sun just to come in and get them tested really? I, I think if you've, if you've bought them from a reputable place, you know... Then you're safe. You're safe. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think, I think the important thing with, I, mean, I suppose, the sort of the take-home message is, is tr- you know, with everything with the eyes, is moderate the risks that you can moderate. Yes. So, you know, protect your eyes from the UV... You know, smoking is not good for your eyes. <laughs> no. um, uh, healthy diets. Um, you know, I'm, you can you talk about macular degeneration and diets and things. But, you know, a good healthy diet with leafy greens and things like that is really important. Um, so, you know, you take a whole range of all of that. Um, then, of course, you're, you're doing the best that you can, coupled with regular eye examinations um, to make sure that all the bits that you can't monitor yourself, yes. you can have a professional look at for you amazing now then what we are going to do we're going to have the news on the way for you now and then straight after the news we are going to be back in the studio and we will be of course saying our goodbyes to andy and we will be having our final song request from him which will be a scarlet is it johansson johansson that's it with set it all free so that'll be on the way for you here pure west radio if you're looking for something incredibly exciting in 2019 check out Air Adventures Wales, the new skydiving centre in Haverford West. For more information or to book now at theskydivecentre.com. Proud to be sponsors of the afternoon show on Pure West Radio. Join me, Rob Parker, on Pure West Presents every Monday from 7pm, presenting the very best local talent with live music and interviews, prize giveaways and so much more. Pure West Presents, Monday evenings from 7, only on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio proudly presents Pembrokeshire Professionals. Comprehensive solutions for all your needs in association with A1 Road Skills, improving the image of road safety with over 40 years experience. The complete package with manual and automatic driver school, trailer training and Wales only theory training centre. Contact us free on 0800 881 8021. Pembrokeshire Professionals, providing solutions for all your needs right here in the county. 
At Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just 